Hey everyone, this is Indra from Family Karma Cast, and we are so excited to share today's episode with you because after such a long time of waiting, we finally got to chat with Bali from Family Karma. And she's just as amazing as we knew she would be. And we have a really great conversation about this season of Family Karma, including what we're going to see in her life and what she thinks of the other cast members' plot lines. Uh, some more details about her past life and relationships and much more. It's such a fun conversation and we hope you enjoy it. We'll also have a recap of season three, episode three dropping later this week. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And thanks as always for listening to our podcast. Please enjoy this interview with Bali Chainani from Family Karma. Well, this has been seriously a long time coming. We've been wanting to talk to you since like I before know. the show started. I saw the itinerary and saw what I was doing today. I was like, yay! Yay! yay. Oh my gosh. So how are you doing? Like you are jet setting all over the place these days, it seems like. Um, I'm a little bit of a gypsy at the moment, literally. Fendi yeah. like, is with me. We're like the traveling circus on our own. And she hates New York. What do you do like when you have to leave her? Is she okay in the hotel room by herself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't love it. Yeah. But she'd rather be here watching Netflix and on the bed than out there in the cold. She's like, mm, I'm- <laughs> do you put Netflix on for her? I do. I oh do. My God. <laughs> no, That's incredible. No, they say that when you leave a dog alone, you should always leave the TV or something on. Oh. So they don't feel alone, especially like small dogs. And if they're not in their actual natural like home space. Mm. So I always like put on like a Disney movie for her. Oh my gosh. That's that really so cute. cute. I leave the radio on for my dogs whenever Do we you? leave them, actually. Yeah. Or Hollywood musical movie type. You know oh, what I mean? incredible. <laughs> so okay, Bali. So what is your favorite Bollywood movie? Oh, there's too many. That's too not many? even. And I can't. There's so many. Would you even know if I started naming them, Deanna? Like, let's not get shit twisted. <laughs> I know it. The shit will get twisted because I would politely be like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. There's too <laughs> so many. And I am a Bali. You girls know I love being Indian so much that yes. I'll watch and even like the worst movie. I'm like, that was the best thing ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, have you, you seen um, RRR? Of course you have. No, on Netflix. So. Yeah, the one on Netflix. I mean, no. I don't know if it counts as like your classic. Well, it does. I mean, I'll watch anything, but no, I have not watched RRR. And that does not count as Bollywood, I don't think. I mean, there's dancing and singing. There's also a lot of violence, which is like... <laughs> yeah, Bendy, thank you for letting me know. Yeah, it's sort of ridiculous. I, I do want to ask, speaking of, you know the screen and cameras how were you approached for family karma and what was your initial reaction to being filmed at every part of your life for a section of the year <laughs> so i got a phone call the day after diwali from amrith like mm-hmm. five years ago i want to say wow um, yeah i want to say like 2017 uh 2016 I don't even remember but like five years ago the day after Diwali I get a phone call from Amrit and rewind really quickly the summer before that in July Mm. O'Malley and I were in Chicago for a weekend for my birthday weekend actually and um we were having brunch with Amrit and some of his friends and 
we just Amrit and I had had obviously too much to drink per usual, <laughs> and like just talking so much shit. And Amrit is like, "How are we not on a reality TV show?" <laughs> he said those words to me. <laughs> Fast forward to like five months later. He calls me the day after Diwali and I'm like thinking he's calling to wish me a happy Diwali. And he's like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. Um, This is what's been going on. These are the people that have been flagged greenlit to be on this show. And they are looking for one more girl. And oh, my gosh. Looking for one hot girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was like, I know who to call. Yes. <laughs> looking for one more person and they want her to be hot. And he was like, would you be down? I know Mm -hmm. that you're like older than all of us, but would you be down? And me being like a Bravo buff, I was like, so you, you were a Bravo buff going into it. Always, 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 always obsessed with Bravo. What was was your your favorite show? show? Yeah. I was going to say, what is the show (laughs) that brought you into Bravo and what is your go-to show now? Okay. So truthfully I have, well, I watch all the franchises. So what, brought me onto Bravo was the original OC, Real Housewives mm, of OC. Yes. Okay, so Vicky, yes. Been watching since. My favorite housewife till date is Lisa Vanderpump. <gasps> Controversial. I will just throw that, okay, okay. You know, so, I, lots you of layers, have to lots of love her to though. Like she brings so much. I mean, those she's, like Us Weeklies in Brandy's <laughs> luggage. <laughs> she's also like every auntie dream come true go on go on he is literally every indian auntie friend of mine that i had when i lived in bombay are we talking like vanderpump rules vanderpump are we talking about beverly hills beverly hills all of it i'm talking about lisa her personality her lifestyle so lisa's like I just gravitated to being obsessed with her because she mm. reminds me of all of my girlfriends in Bombay. Like that's what their lives looks like. That's what they like sound the like. swans, the mini and ponies. The, and, and the Indians in India have the English accent, right? Because mm-hmm. <gasps> we grew up learning the Queen's English. So they all sound like that. So it was like, this is this is exact. This is my girlfriend, Rekha. This is her. That and is like Lisa so- Randall. What an interesting comparison. I know. That's so, like, on point. I never thought of that. She just brought, like, she just brought me home, oddly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's so interesting because there is something about the housewives that, obviously, and and I think you've probably experienced so much with Family Karma that people resonate toward and have strong feelings for or Uh against. And people don't realize that, like, yeah, I'm a single parent and I live in America, but I lived that life. Yes. yes. Like nothing that Lisa Vanderpump was doing was ever over the top or. Yeah, that button. Never forget the button. (laughs) Yeah. The button you had. Like, oh my God, I want to do that because it like, it just, I was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. And I just, it made me my girlfriends and it made me just think of always my life and what our lives look like over there. When you go back to Bombay, are you treated like that all over again? Like, is that your lifestyle in Bombay still? No, because I'm no longer married to the wealthiest person. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Thank God, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I was going to say, do you, I, I'm not saying you regret it, but are are you like, wow, that was my life then and this is my life now? And uh, like looking back on certain things fondly? I look, I remember 
I'm very grateful for that marriage because of the friends I still have for the opportunity in Bombay as an adult uh, for Anushka. I mean, obviously, again, yes, Yes. without question, but like just the opportunities that marriage gave me to live in Bombay to the people I'm still friends with to working at Elle magazine to having that kind of luxury as far as travels and um you know help and all of that is concerned but I miss nothing about the man I miss nothing about the marriage I miss nothing about the family and you know, there is really no store called happiness where you can buy some. I know. And I think that's the life lesson, like, especially because we have a lot of younger viewers. And yes. I just definitely it's so powerful hearing that from your mouth. Yeah, I'm I'm far, far wealthier now. Yes, you know, far wealthier. So, you know, we were reading, they put out these little like one liners about everyone on Family Karma this season and what their story arcs are going to look like. And we haven't seen a ton of yours yet, but we're reading that there's some sort of ultimatum that your ex-husband is giving you with regard to Anushka or something else. Um, I don't know if you can talk about that yet or maybe preview what viewers can expect with that. I mean, it's been, uh, let's just say it's been a challenging couple of years and yeah, you know, I've had to make a life altering change this past year and you can't make this shit up. The cameras no. are rolling. When I was, you know, had had I had to make the decision that I made a few months prior to filming or a few, mo- a few months after filming, um, maybe the tone would have been lost and the emotion and all of that would have been lost because it, because the cameras are not there at the time. Yeah. But can't make it up like the cameras were rolling and uh, you'll, you'll definitely see different, different, there, there's different layers of Bali that you'll see. Yeah. But it's a little tilted, but it's back straight up now. Well, I think that brings up like just the interesting role that you play amongst the group of just kind of you're, you're the wise one, you know, yes. and I, I don't mean that pertaining to age, but it seems like you're the one that people come to. And I think as for me personally, as a viewer, when I watch the show, I side with you the most and I kind of agree where you're coming from the most. And I'm wondering, one, do you agree? And two, have you always been kind of that kind of friend or family member? I, I mean, I'd like to think so. I'd like mm-hmm. that I have, um, a, you know, a, a strong head on my shoulders. Having said that, I also like I hear myself sometimes and I feel like mm. I sound like it all and it like I cringe, you know what I mean? I like I yes. get annoyed because like am I lecturing? Am I being preachy? Um, but I think what what people that don't understand why I am like that they they fail to understand or remember that my life journey has been so different from the rest yes. of this cast that I'm not trying to sound preachy. I'm trying to just be like, it's okay. It's gonna yeah. be okay. Like. Like, let it go. I'm not trying to be a know-it-all. I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm not trying to, like, throw you under the bus. I'm just trying to say, like, live your life. Just be happy because shit changes quick and it's exactly. always going to be okay. Um, so, I don't, th- I mean, I think I've always been like that. But, you know, I'm older than them. And I am a mom. And yes. I am also, big. like I said, I just made, like, a life-altering 
adjustment and decision in my life at the age of 47 and I'm 48 mm-hmm. now. So I'm the first one to say shit changes and happens yes. quick. You just have to be present and be happy. And I think when you're older, just because I'm closer in age to you than the rest of the crew, you realize how fast mm-hmm. things go. And that oh nothing God, is blink- forever. Yeah, literally, you blink, you miss it. And so, I mean, I've, I've, I haven't, I, I mean, I'm pretty flighty when it comes to certain things, you know, and <laughs> I can be, I can be crazy and I can be fun and I can be frivolous. But I think when it just comes down to like stuff that is real, that you should be happy and grateful about, like, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I sometimes comes across as like me meddling or me crying or me being messy, but I'm really not. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to say like over it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like, mean, you're 27 should be I in know. a boy's room at morning. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, Well, I mean, I feel like before we even saw the show, when we were like reading your description, Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a modern Indian woman. Like Mm -hmm. she has been divorced twice. She is like out here on reality TV telling her story. I was like, I was so excited to just kind of see you on screen because as you know, in our community, like there's just not a lot of women like you who are one doing what you're doing and then two like loudly and proudly talking about like the adversity you've been through why you've made the decisions you've made and why it's important like you how young were you when you left india and divorced your husband i mean you i feel like it shows that you had foresight and kind of this wise Mm. thing even at that age to know that like I'm giving up like yeah everything in terms of lifestyle like being taken care of all of these things because I am unhappy in this situation yeah, and, how and I need a different was. kind of wealth as you said. Yeah. Um so like where does that come from? How can like people who are in situations like that channel that energy? You know, it was a very different time Indira. I have to say that people think that what I did was courageous. Mm. Um, it wasn't, it was fear. Hmm. Wow. It was, I, I didn't leave because I was brave. I left because I was just scared to be that unhappy forever. And, um, it was when I left India, I didn't, I didn't leave thinking my marriage would end. I didn't think it would end in divorce. I thought that I want to leave and get out of here and hopefully it will light a fire under his ass where things are different and it can it can be fixed i really did not assume or leave thinking okay this is it i was hoping for a change and things didn't change and that's when i realized okay you know that's when i realized there there is really no store called happiness where you can buy some so and again that was i was almost 22 when i got married and i left 32 Mm. so um and again it was a very different time I'm 48 now and so there wasn't this like movement of like oh where women are strong and we have this voice and I wasn't like oh I am woman hear me roar Mm -hmm. it was it was more about like okay I think I can leave now I think I leave now and um and it was honestly a moment of insanity it was just like that, I picked up and left. And I'm not sure I would have had the courage 
to do it had I sat and thought about it for too long, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I it picked, does. I picked up Anushka from school and I took a flight home. <gasps> wow. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Like, did you, I mean, you probably told some people, but you were just like, I'm doing this. So it wasn't yeah. really yeah. this like mapped out, like courageous story. I picked up and left. So then tell us about like, you got to the States, you're in Miami. How did you connect with like the group of aunties that we see and um, the cast? Like how, what's your kind of Genesis story with all of them? I grew up in Miami. Mm -hmm. So I came, even the 10 years I lived in India, I was home two or three times a year in Miami visiting my parents and my friends and my family. So it was, it was super easy to connect because these are people I grew up with. But what's interesting is like, Kalpana, for instance, or Auntie Chitra, for instance, like when I was growing up, because they were my mom's married friends, Mm -hmm. even though they're younger than my mom, I call them auntie. Kalpana is just a few years older than me, but because she was married and I was still a teenager, Mm -hmm. I called her Auntie Kalpana. (laughs) When I came back, our kids are like, you know, our kids were growing up together and doing Diwali performances together. And we just became friends. I was I knew Auntie Chitra before I knew Anisha, because growing up, I knew kids, but they were far younger than I was. And when I came back, they were in college. So like Anisha and I became friends later but auntie children and i have been going for happy hours for years before that yeah i think what's interesting about this season is to see the way the relationships have progressed and the Mm -hmm. journey Mm -hmm. and maybe you don't want to talk about this but i'll I'll ask the question when we came into the show you and anisha seemed uh very close Mm -hmm. and um this season it seems not so much and Mm -hmm. if you feel comfortable how would you explain both you and Anisha's journey of friendship and also how you feel like Anisha fits in with the group? Well, you know, Anisha and I are still very close, mm-hmm. actually. And you just, it's only been episode three and you haven't seen yeah, me. Yeah, I wish True. they'd show yeah. more of that so far. Right? You haven't really seen me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anisha and I were, of course, extremely close when she lived in Miami, when she was yeah. there physically. Um, as her relationship was going to the next level and she was making the decision to move, I was going through what I was going through. And, you know, it was, it was two very different, two very different paths and journeys we were on. And hers is good, positive, happy. And I'm there for her. But I was also going through some really heavy stuff of my own. And I don't always want to be that friend. I didn't want to be a Debbie Downer. So... Actually, Anisha and I are still extremely close, but we no longer live in the same city. Mm-hmm. She's in a different time zone and she's giving and was giving her relationship the attention it deserved. You know yeah. what I mean? Why hang out with Bali and drink when you <laughs> be spending time with your boyfriend for the yeah. man that you for all these years? Yeah. yeah. I let her all the time. I'm like, bitch, you make me look bad. You moved real quick. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's interesting because we also hear about your journey that you do not have this like uh, conventional relationship right now. But like the thing that I always say on the podcast is like we cannot have judgment about others because things work for, 
you know, different things work for different people. And I actually really, I have said that I admire that they have two separate spaces because that's what would make me, that's just like a goal, you know? And do you want to talk to fans about like addressing those like relationship questions? First off, right off the bat, like you said, every relationship is different. Every relationship Mm -hmm. has different rules. Um, Anisha had to move right now Mm. because, she had a goal, you know what I mean? She had yes. a time and she wants to be married. They want to have kids, all of those things. And of course, whereas O'Malley and I have both been married before, we've had our children yeah. and we've been together eight years. We're not. Wow. And the whole time has been long distance. Wow. We just celebrated our eighth anniversary. Incredible. Before- is long di- the whole time has been long distance and people don't realize that we actually see each other more often than we don't um and do you and- still sleep on facetime with each other <laughs> <laughs> hotel room in new york and we sleep on fo- facetime I love it. every single night and that's when you realize this is an this is an i want to be in this relationship yes. type of not that I need to be in this relationship. Mm, mm-hmm. And when you come to that realization in life, it really doesn't matter. Like home is where we are. And whether yes. that's Louisville, whether that's Miami some mo- some days, whether that's on FaceTime while I'm in a hotel room in New York and he's in Louisville, home is where we are as as a partnership and as a relationship. It's not just about the four walls. And mm. You know, I, I mean, it just, it works. And, you know, when we first got together, I couldn't move because Anishka was just about to start high school and I was not about to, you know, disrupt that, yeah. that for her and do all of those things. And then I was like, okay, when she goes away to college, I want the first year that she's gone. I want to be in Miami, number one, because I want to do that empty nesting for a minute on my own and get used to not having my child because more than my other divorces Anushka leaving felt like a divorce to me um you know it was really really hard for me so I was like it's not fair for me to move to Louisville and do that to and be like an emotional basket case I want to be fresh I want to be healthy and then move. And I also wanted Anushka never to feel like, oh, she was waiting for me to leave. I wanted her first Christmas to mm-hmm. be home. I wanted her first Diwali to be in her bedroom that she's always known, not all of a sudden Louisville. Yeah. But I couldn't even get that year because within four months, she was back home because of the pandemic. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know, there goes two years of the pandemic where she's in Miami. Right. It's like, it looks like I keep making excuses not to move, but I'm really not. Yeah. And mm-hmm. With the result, O'Malley loves Miami so much (laughs) and has friends and family. So we love the we love the fact that we have two beautiful homes and lives Mm -hmm. together, both cities. We love it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. Yes. It's true. And like you have this luxury. I'm like thinking about what you said about like, what did you say? Like, I want to have this relationship. It's not like something I need to do. Like how many you know that how many married couples and they're they're never going to admit it because they're all fucking liars of course (laughs) how many married couples wouldn't love a couple of days oh my god yeah 
to like hang with their cousins or hang yeah. with their mom, dad or girlfriends doesn't mean that they don't want to be in the relationship. No. It just, it's okay. I always like, think of, I always bring up Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter had houses next to each other. Yeah. So they could have their own space and then they'd visit each other at each other's houses. I love it. And that sounds like amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be in Louisville and in a separate space. You know what I yeah. mean? And I'd be in Miami and we'd be in a separate space because then I'm just like, oh God, we must not like each other that much. Yeah, that's different. But, that's yeah, different. totally. I'm not trying to be in the same city without him, but like he fully understands that I need my support system. My I'm 48. I'm not mm. making, I don't have that sense of community in Louisville. I'll never have those kind of friendships that I have in Miami. And he gets it because now those friends are his friends and he's mm -hmm. like, wow, I get it. You know what I mean? So he gets it and it's great because again like i said most people don't realize that we're with each other more often than we're not and you have the luxury of doing that like you said because your children are older you know and you're not tied down to that which makes a huge yeah. difference i'm like how do i yeah. get more of this exactly in my <laughs> something something to work toward <laughs> so it's different for the couples that are getting married it's different and of course anisha had to move because she had to be with the person that she wants to settle down with whereas O'Malley and I know that we're forever we're yeah. life mm -hmm. um I was wondering about are you text friends with Heather from Salt Lake City yes I am I'm a lot of people are asking about that online <laughs> Heather Lisa Whitney oh my gosh I mean, all of, they're so wonderful all of them like regardless of what's happening between all of them on that show they're just all very kind, loving. Really? That's good to hear. Um, beautiful, beautiful women. And here's the thing. Like, again, your shit is your shit. You're good to me. And that's all. Yes. Like, it's great energy that you're providing me. And I love it. I loved what Heather said, which I hadn't put together before she said it, about how her kind of background with Mormonism mm. what is like similar to some of the things she's seen on family karma with cast members having to like break the mold a little bit in different ways and how she really relates to that and I was like wow I had never even thought of that but that's obviously yeah. such a apt like connection and I think that's why like at BravoCon I got along with those women like probably the most because it was very easy conversation. They're all going through, everybody's going through something mm -hmm. where they're feeling judged and it's not easy to just be like, well, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. Because it's the thing, right? Like for us in our Indian culture, if you're being spoken about or um, being judged or people are being hard, you can't just turn around and be like, you know what, auntie, go to hell. Yeah. And so you know, that that sense of like that common denominator, it was just really easy conversation for me to have with all of them. And it's not like we were talking about that, but it was right. just easy to connect because we were all. And also we are like we are COVID babies. Both our shows are COVID babies. It was yeah. our That's true. Yeah. Like our third season, third season, like, you know, so we had like, oh, my God, we were all like, <gasps> yeah. That's and I was really wondering, true. so so basically, and you all share this experience, this Bravo experience of your life in a fishbowl. And mm -hmm. like, what has been the most unexpected thing from 
from being on Bravo through these three seasons that you would have never guessed is happening or happened to you? God, uh, so many. I can't even say just one. So many. Just yeah. It's so crazy how like, and I'm like I said, I've been like a Bravo fan all years, and like I get so invested, right? While I'm watching, but all the years that I've been invested, I also have to like tune off because I'm raising my kid. Yeah, and like life happens, right? And you just don't realize how really really like get so engaged and invested in your life it's really surprising like it's I'm walking Sandy to Bryant Park so she can pee and poop and like people are just like oh my god Bali like with tears in her eyes I love you so much and like like just hearing how easy it's been for you to have like a non-Indian boyfriend Mm -hmm given me the courage to talk to my parents about mine and thank you so much and you're amazing and I love you so much and can I please take a picture with you and I'm like what do you mean can you please uh, can I take a picture with you and clean up Fendi's poop at that yeah. point <laughs> it's so crazy like to me that's the most wild thing when people are like I'm so sorry we don't mean to disturb you but can we please have a photo with you I'm like can I have a photo with you? Like, thank you for asking. Yeah. It's so humbling. You know, I think that's the most, um, I think that's the part like that is surprising to me because again, when I was asked to be on the show, I was like, Oh my God, of course I want to be on TV. (laughs) Or want to get my makeup done and like have a reunion and have confessionals. But like, I wasn't expecting to be so humbled all the time. Like I didn't realize people are going to be like, wow, thank you. Thank you for speaking Mm -hmm. your truth because you're helping me and you're helping somebody that I know. And I'm just, it's that humility I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I'm so glad that like telling your, I mean, I knew your story would be impactful for a lot of people, particularly in the South Asian American community, but I'm just glad that people are able to like express that to you and yeah, show the impact. And you know, for me telling my story is like nothing because I, it wasn't something that was happening currently. Mm -hmm. I've told I've been through the emotions of it. So have my family and so my friends. So like, it was like nothing. I was like, yeah, I'm married and divorced twice. No big Mm -hmm. deal. Like not shocking at all. Um, But to know that all these years later, it's, it's relevant and um, it's speaking to people is just, that means a lot. So we need to like gossip about the other cast members a little bit <laughs> um, because that's what we've mostly seen on the, sh- the show so far. I am curious to get your perspective on the Monica and Rishi situation because, mm. um, you know, I know you can't like say much more than what we've seen so far, but I've noticed a change in Monica kind of, sort of letting go of some of the like rigidness with her rules Mm. a little bit um, in these first three episodes. I'm curious to hear your perspective on what's going on with them. Uh, First of all, I love Rish. Rish is a great, great guy. He's very handsome too. Oh my gosh. And 
I think Monica realizes that to make things work with mm. the man she loves, she's going to have to let go of some of the things that she has held on to and thinks that that's what's going to make her happy. I think she's realizing that, you know, when she's getting blessings from her grandmother from a different generation saying, yeah. move in with him, why not? I think she's realizing that, you know what, maybe it's just in my head, you mm. know, like if my parents didn't work out doesn't mean that I've got to follow a certain path or live by these rules in order to have a happy, happily ever after with Rish. And Rish is young. Rish is yes. young. So it's only smart and it's only in her favor if she somewhat not molds or changes, but somewhat adjusts her mindset. Because listen, if he's happy, you're happy. If you're happy, he's happy. And if you're not changing, you're dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like literally when you stop changing, you're dead. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that some of that mindset of hers is shifting because her dad is so progressive. Her grandmother mm -hmm. is progressive. She's seeing Amrit get blessings from his nani to be in a relationship and a marriage with Nicholas. So I'm really happy to see that she's letting go of some of that emotional baggage that she thinks that she had to carry from her parents divorce yeah it's really amazing to see um because I feel like we've seen the change in her from mm -hmm. season one to season three which mm -hmm. is like it's always just like amazing to see those actual natural transformations in people it's one of the things I love about Bravo shows actually yes girl you want to keep the man you gotta have that Face of an angel, body of a whore. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> that on the oh t-shirt. Um, let's see. What else is going on? What about Brian and his messy love life? I mean, oh. what about Brian? Like, <laughs> what about Brian? I feel like copy paste. Brian, I'm thriving. I'm single. It's literally the same. I know. I over know. And over and I over. Know. Even at BravoCon, I was like, this is the line. I know. <laughs> Brian, I don't know. Like, I, get, I don't know. Like, maybe you need to get Sony pregnant or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, but Brian is a doll. You know, he's he's so charming. He's such a he's just such a goofball. He's a dolly. He's yeah, he seems so innocent. Am I yeah. wrong about that? There's nothing innocent about Brian. Let's oh. not get to <laughs> Okay. He's not innocent, but he is a doll. He's he's a sweet, sweet boy. And, you know, hopefully he'll find, hopefully he'll figure out what it is he's looking for. Because I think, and, you know, it's, he, you just can't even, like, be mad at him. Yeah. No. It's, just so charming he's just so bloody charming and like you'll call him out and he'll like sulk about it and then he he just so cutely will apologize and you're like you know what shut up you're just such an idiot i just love hearing like for after bravo con like he was like hanging out with the gorga like know, wendy's talking about how people. she was he was her favorite i think what's interesting is also that we're seeing that brian and anisha are doing yes. a lot together and do you have any yeah. how did that happen um again i mean like we are a natural group of friends you know yeah. and I think with Amrit being busy yes. with 
wedding. Um, obviously, you guys have seen that, you know, Vishal and Anisha have have not been as close lately as they have been in the past. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, and again, Brian is easy to get along with. I've kind of just been in my own hell, but, you know, slowly getting out of it, which is great. But yeah, it's a sweet friendship. And I they're very similar, believe it or not. Hmm. They're both very similar when it comes to how emotionally wired they are. Hmm. And um, he really does look up to her as he should because you know they they were single and they're both looking they were looking for love and she found it so I think that maybe you know it's just a friendship where he's like just want to be around that and manifest some of that yeah that's really interesting I know you said a little bit about this already but um in this last episode we see Anisha and Vishal finally talking about the wedding and she's like I, I saw I saw her perspective a little bit more like I'm not going to like change my move date to attend your wedding. I thought like him asking her why she didn't change it for a wedding. I was like, that's a little too far, Vishal. Um, but just what's your take on that whole situation? Like to mm. me, it just seems like a major miscommunication, honestly. Listen, I'll, all I'm going to say is, and I've said this to Anisha, I've said this to Vishal. If it was my wedding and Anisha took that long to RSVP, I'd kick her ass. I'd pick up the phone and be like, honey, <laughs> the fuck is going on? And uh, I know you have an RSVP because it's given that you're coming. Mm-hmm. So that's the conversation I'd have with her because that's how close we are. If Vishal, you're not comfortable having that conversation with her. And if Anisha, you have an RSVP yet because you're still figuring out where you're going to be. That kind of tells you where you are in your friendship. And yeah, yeah, Michelle, that makes sense. Take the hint. You know what I mean? And quite frankly, Anisha is doing right for where she needs to be in her life. Yeah. Her man and her relationship is her priority. End of story. Vishal, isn't that what you should be doing with Richa? Isn't that what you're doing with Richa? Mm-hmm. So like, like, stop. Stop being the baby about the RSVP. Like, if you were that twisted about it, pick up the phone and be like, bitch, are you coming? Cause you better. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking no for an answer because that's what I would have said to Anisha. Yeah. I'd have been like, I'm for you. I'll see yeah. you there. Because I'm not taking no for an answer. So, so, and that, that's the kind of closeness we are. So yeah. if you guys are not communicating about an RSVP. She's really not that into you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> for those of us who um just like we're not we're just kind of a little sad that we've gone on Anisha's journey with her up until this point and now she you know like I said she was in the fishbowl and now she is keeping a major part of her life off the show what do you have to tell people like me that just you know we we've we again you said we emotionally invest so much mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in you all and it's just like I would have loved to see, but it's none of my business at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, and- it kind of, you know, we've <laughs> we've kind of we've put ourselves out there to make our lives your business. So give yourself a little bit more credit. Okay, than that. thank you. Totally your business, Missy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but having said that, to each his own. Yeah. Uh, you know, Anisha will when she's comfortable and when her man is comfortable with being part of this journey with her. You'll meet him and. And I and I get where she's coming from. I I do understand that she wants she's a little protective about the relationship right now because she was in a relationship for a really long time that didn't work out. And until 
she knows this this is a forever and it's real you know she's she's going to protect him and it that's her that's her call were you sad that you couldn't go to her wedding um am i sad that i yes yes i'm sad that i couldn't go to her wedding 1000 percent um but there was also only immediate family so it's not like i'm mad that i couldn't go to her wedding yeah not like Everybody was there and I wasn't invited. Yeah. But am I sad? Of course I'm sad. I would have loved to have seen Anisha get married. I'd love nothing more to have seen Anisha get married. But having said that, up until she got married, we were on the phone with each other. <laughs> we were, I had seen the pictures of what she was wearing. We were discussing. We were talking. Um I felt like I was part of it. Saw the pictures way before anybody else did. And yeah, so I'm sad that I didn't watch her get married, but I'm not mad because she didn't. I mean, I'd have killed her then. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting seeing her say on the show that she like always dreamed of the like big Indian wedding. And then she ended up having just like a 20 minute or sorry, not 20 minute, but like a 20 person ceremony or whatever. But, you know, as you said, if you don't, if you're not changing or whatever, you're dead. So, <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, when you do eventually see how Anisha got married, yes, it wasn't the big wedding as far as numbers are concerned, as far as how many people attended are concerned, but it was stunning. It was gorgeous. It was lavish. It was um, really, really elegant and beautiful. It really was. I saw um, one snap on someone's story of the ceremony and it looked over the top beautiful. Yeah. I'm not even sure that could have been captured at a 200 people wedding. You know what I mean? Sometimes like most intimate of occasions, glamorous and um, her wedding was gorgeous. Aesthetically. So I just I just want to ask a question and bring it back to you. I've I've had a lot of questions about just. I don't want to say youthful glow, but like your skincare regime and like if you have any tips or products or if you'd ever considered doing like a tutorial on Instagram live. So I know that's a big question, but I would love nothing more than to give a tutorial. (laughs) I am just, as you girls know, so bad at social media. Like (laughs) my stories make me cringe and I do it. I'm like, I know that I have to, I know that I have to, um, but I'm so bad at TikToks and reels and tutorials. Like I wish, like if I gave a tutorial, it would be three hours long because I don't know. <laughs> I would watch the whole thing. Yeah. Seriously. Thank God. Um, no, my skincare, like I, I'm, I've been in New York for the past few days and my niece was staying with me uh, for a couple of nights here and I'm literally late to everything because it's not that my makeup takes long. It's my skin prep. Mm, oh, go on. Oh, I'm, Literally, it is all about the minute my skin is ready, my makeup takes less than like less than 10 minutes. In 10 minutes, I can be done. Yeah. It's all about skin. And oddly enough, it's Anushka. I mean, it's not like I've always obviously I was the beauty editor at Elle magazine when I lived in India. So it's been into skincare, but it was never like a really long regime or like an extensive one it was you know eye cream and moisturizer or sometimes just moisturizer and i'm not gonna lie to you girls nine out of ten times i sleep with my makeup on <gasps> you've heard really? it here first really 
Yeah, I get very lazy about removing makeup. It's terrible. Oh it's my. really. I'm kind of I'm, inspired by that. Well, I'm just like, how does your skin look like that with makeup, like sitting on it overnight? Older I get, funny enough, the older I get, I like have found that I'll decline invitations because I'm like, I don't want to come home and have to remove my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> this invitation means I'm going to have to put on makeup and the yes. fact that I can remove it sounds really exhausting that to me. That is like the realest thing I've ever heard yes. in my life. So I <laughs> Be home and be this grease ball and leave all of my creams on my face. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I love it. Yeah. And care is expensive. And it's the past five or six years, it's really Anushka. Anushka skincare game is very strong. Her scalp massaging game is really strong. She's all about hair and skin. So she really, really pushes me. And like, like five or six years ago, she's like, mom, sunscreen. Mom, take your makeup mm. off. Mom not just moisturizer, eye serum, eye cream. So now I'm, it's like 13 steps long. And I'm, there's a thing called Bali standard time because <laughs> always late, always because of my skin. Anushka should do some tutorials. I'm going to DM I her. I know. I want to see all the products. Should. And there's no fillers, none of that girls. Cause I can't afford that shit. So really? it's just, and you know what? I'm going to, I don't even drink water. <gasps> um, <laughs> I'm not a, Drinker. I have acid reflux, so I take my acid reflux medicine every day, and that's the only time in the day that I take like four sips of water. Okay, so then what else are you drinking I don't during the day? I know I don't we have to go okay, soon. This but... bottle, this bottle of water has been here since Friday. <gasps> are you? It's kidding? not empty. Oh my! God. So, like, what's your drink of choice? Like when you wait, when you uh, sit down for lunch, what do you order? Um. Like alcohol? Either one. Sure. Okay. So like if I go to lunch right now, I'll probably, if I'm not having a glass of wine or champagne, I'll have a Coke. Oh my I God. love a good glass. Of I love Coke. <laughs> Full fat Coke. Love. Full fat Coke. No diet. Oh my God. Diet sucks. Okay. I, Bali. I'm learning so much. I am so with you. Properly. Like Coke out of a can. Oh, it's like, so good. Best the best and like alcohol drink of choice my favorite thing to drink is like I love champagne and I love mm. wine but you know it's not I mean 48 girls I don't know oh uh, my gosh well you're I'm doing learning. something right I'm taking notes you know what I drink I drink tequila soda that's what I order because it's the lowest in calories and you know why I drink it because mm -hmm. I taste of it. <laughs> oh, so you don't drink too much of it. So it takes me forever to finish one tequila soda. And that's why I ordered tequila soda, because I actually hate the taste of it. If I was to order wine, I'd drink the whole bottle. <laughs> My tequila will take me hours to finish one glass. These are the secrets. Life lessons. Of, yes. yes. And Let's we have, have to wrap up yep. this interview now, um, which I'm so sad. I feel like we could talk for like... I don't know, days or something. But <laughs> Glad to do this. I'm uh, so glad. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you oh, so stop. much. Again, thank you. Stop thanking me. This is a, this this is what's shocking to me. Stop thanking <laughs> me. These girls like 
Literally, you girls are amazing. We love Thank you guys. We do. For all of us, really. Well, it's our pleasure and we can't wait to see more of your story this season. And yeah, hopefully we'll actually get to meet in person. 2023 will be the year, I hope. I'm excited <laughs> every time. We're coming. We're coming. We're going to come. We're going to come. Intra just has to get through baby. I just have to get through like little baby land and then I'll be there. <laughs> anything always just call you need any help with anything oh, let me God. tell you this a single podcast not a even if we're not filming or airing o'malley listens to every <gasps> single one we he love is, o'malley like, shout out for, shout out for him honestly it's cnn and then family karma cast <laughs> <laughs> shout out to a king who has uh, oh, a yes, really great choice. A true Stan. <laughs> That's literally two outlets of news. Shout out. <laughs> From like MSNBC to CNN to Family Chromacast. <laughs> oh my gosh, obsessed with that! Thank well, you. That like makes thank you, my whole I month. can't wait to meet him. Let's I be know. Yeah. Can't wait. And Anushka, and and give our love to New York City because you know we both used to live there. So the best. There's it's nothing. The there's not. It's magic. That city is magic in the city. Though. Let me show you my view. <gasps> oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. At least the sun is shining, even if it's cold. Yes. It is. Ooh, it's shining really bright. All right. Bali, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great meeting you girls. Enjoy. Enjoy yourself. And we love you so much. Bye bye. Love you. See you soon. Bye.